Yo, what's up? Who who is this guy? (laughs) Long time no see, my friend. What's up, man? What is going down? Um, the uh, sorry. Uh getting. Hey, John. Uh, what's up, PS Comics? I love you. Back at it with the boys. Uh, it is a Sunday afternoon. What's going down? Uh, right off the bat. Um, well, let's do a little introductions because some of you might not recognize us. He is the man, the myth, the legend. He is uh, always leg day. He is JR Kumbakungan, also not JR Comics, 
42, the Dark King, aka DK. Uh, and check out his uh, listings uh, on eBay because he needs I'll to buy himself be. a chair, a desk, a computer. Oh, chairs where he's taking care of the computer. Chair? Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, desk, I'm good on man. But uh, yeah, it's it's been a minute, and of course, the host with the most, my buddy, my uh, my connoisseur in comics. Uh, my uh, my I guess my Batman, my Superman, I guess. Yeah, you know, I'll be Superman. I'll be All right, Superman. cool, chill. Yeah, yeah. My, the one, the only Kevin Pillow, aka the voice of reason. How you been, my guy? I am great. Um, the I'm trying to see where mm-hmm. we left off. Um, oh, it's been a minute. It has been, it has a, been a minute. minute. It's been, yeah. uh, we did a I did a recording with a friend of mine, uh, yeah. Eric Pesolano. Um, who yeah. by the way, um, for those of you who didn't get to watch the live stream, the video is online right now on our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is archived for the, for the time being on our uh, our Twitch channel, our yep. Facebook page. Um, but if you're looking for the audio content, it will be this week. I promise you. I'm about I'm probably about a month and a half behind on uploading our audio uh, stuff. So um, yeah, uh, it's um, it's I'm working a little behind. Just so much has been going. We've been on. busy. We've been busy. We've been busy. And of course, for those who don't know, um, mm. this town or this valley, this this area, the greater Palm Springs area, the Coachella Valley, the uh, uh, the land of the dirt, whatever you want to call it, um, has turned into Hockey Town USA over the last uh, six plus weeks. And yeah, yours sorry. truly has found himself at quite a few Coachella Valley Firebird games. Mm-hmm. including game one of the Calder Cup finals, which is going on right now. Game two was last night, or we would have recorded last night. Plus, I had so much other stuff going on. My my, my daughter is in scouts. She's going after um, some merit badges. Um, and uh, my wife is on summer vacation, so she is having, uh, having fun and mm-hmm. uh, going out and hanging out with the girls and whatnot. So um, a lot of running around doing stuff. And like I said... Um, it's been a uh, um, oh, it's been a fun fun time with this hockey team, and so uh, go go Firebirds, go Birds! Uh, really had a lot of fun. Also, um, we, we just Jr's been doing a bunch of stuff. I've been doing a bunch of stuff. We are prepping for the um, the middle kind of section of con season. Um, we're heading towards. We're probably about a little over a month away from the biggie the big super bowl version of comic-con and that Mm -hmm. is video comic-con and don't forget the week before comic-con jr and i will have a mega episode we will be doing a con prep uh episode uh, as time permits but we will do a con prep episode my goal is to be in san diego um my last day of work so comic-con obviously is a is a Wednesday. Actually, you know, let's see. I think I've got the schedule right here. Let's let's post it up right here. Um, yeah. Con season. So we've got two big ones left: um, San Diego and um, and New York. So Comic Con is the twentieth through the twenty third. Um, mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, 20, 21, 22, 23. So for it technically starts on the nineteenth. So nineteenth is Wednesday. That's preview night. Yeah, I'll be doing orientation the eighteenth and the seventeenth. Um, my plan is 
to be in San Diego by the 14th or the 15th of July. That is my plan. Um, and I will be doing a, um, hopefully be doing a, 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 a stream with yours, uh, yours truly there, JR, uh, sure. that before uh, Comic-Con. So that's mm-hmm. the, that's the long-term plans. Um, but yeah, there's been a lot going on. Um, and uh, let's see here. It's been yeah, it's it's been a bunch of stuff that's been going on. Most likely, uh, we we did have a bunch of oh, I finished Clone Wars by the way. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. You finished Clone Wars. Uh, I I told this dude to go to to start up Clone Wars. How long ago? Like probably. Year, I think? No, it's more than that. I think you started to drop the hints probably, probably when we first started doing the podcast, which would have been about yeah. March, April, May. Mm. Uh, which by the way, happy anniversary. Mm. Um. March, April, May of 2020, when we started this podcast. Um, But really and truly, when we hit the ground running with probably our most popular block of episodes Hmm. was when JR produced, and he produced the shit out of it, was JR produced our mega episodes of Star Wars. We began with the four, I'm sorry, with um, Attack of the the Clones, um, with uh, The Phantom Menace, Mm -hmm. worked our way through uh, the Rise of Skywalker yes, covered please. all everything in between, including Solo, Rogue One. Um, we did cover uh, The Mandalorian at that time, was only two seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't, I think we had, I don't think we did we have Book of Boba Fett at that time. No, no, we didn't. We didn't uh, have Obi Wan, we, we didn't have Obi Wan, and we didn't nope. have, um, which we, we may revisit. Um, we may do that again at some time in the future. But yeah. JR, I told you. Let's make one big episode because we had kind of covered the Mandalorian. Yeah. And I said, let's make one big episode about the TV shows. I'll talk about the Mandalorian. You talk about Rebels um. and and Clone Wars and everything. I had and I watched, I remember I watched two episodes of the yeah. Clone Wars and mm-hmm. was a little I couldn't quite get into it. Yeah. Um, so that was probably what. Fall mm-hmm. of 20 or fall of 21? 20. I think it was 20. I, th- I think I told you, uh, you know, you, you told me before when we, I, no, I fall 21. There you go, 21. Because uh, we talked about uh, Clone Wars and I talked to you. I remember like the, like maybe a couple weeks before that, I'm like, I'm telling you, like, bro, you can't do Clone Wars in a single, in a small chunk episode type of thing, right? Because like, yeah. granted, it was, uh, it was these three big chunks. It was these three like other meaty uh, things, the Mandalorian. Uh, I think what else? Some other animated stuff that happened as well, as well as not just not just the, the anime Clone Wars, but like the ones done by I forgot his name the uh, the the Russian uh, the famous Russian uh, animator that did like you know Samurai Jack and all them. He also did yeah. the original side Clone Wars too. And so I'm like, dude, that's a lot to get through for like maybe what thirty minutes or so because you're talking about like at that point, I think five to six seasons of Clone Wars, right? We didn't get the final. I don't. We the final season was just dropping around that same time, and so yeah, it's like yo, that's that's not uh, that's we we can't do it justice specifically when you're trying to take context of like how how Filoni, how George Lucas, how a bunch of the people in the studios wanted to make a coherent storyline throughout all of Clone Wars, including the movies and so the prequel sequels. And so I told you get I told you like hey bro, if you really truly want to understand like what what the motivations were for Clone Wars, watch the watch the animated saga. And so you finished it. What do you think? 
uh, absolutely some of the best mm-hmm. Star Wars content, bar none, that yep. is out there. Um, and I know that I'm going to make a very controversial statement. Hmm. I love seasons one through six. And there was some absolutely fantastic episodes in yep. seasons one through six. Yeah. Peak Star Wars, Dave Filoni storytelling was in the final season that they that they were given um i can understand now why they got a, a season seven obviously there was about a four or five year gap between the finish of the clone wars on on uh on disney on, on the disney channel or disney xd yep. yep and the season that they got for disney plus yep. and um I, I would love to pick dave filoni's brain i know it's wishful thinking about um what happened? Did they get canceled? Did it, did just, you know, cause I was thinking, I'm like, okay, maybe COVID got in the way, but it, it didn't. I mean, it, the, the, uh, Clone Wars ended after, se- yeah. after six seasons. Uh, in like five, 20. Five. F- well, no, there was, there's technically six, six seasons that were on Disney channel. Season seven was the only yeah. one that was on a Disney on Disney plus. No, uh, season, if I remember correctly, season six was, uh, was Disney XD. And then they put it in Netflix. And then because like twenty thirteen happened, uh, sorry to cut you off on a on a tangible like when when Disney got you no know, when Lucasfilms got bought out in twenty thirteen, uh, Disney said, you know what we gotta do? Uh, we're not gonna do Clone Wars. We're gonna do something. We're gonna go fresh. We're gonna go new. We're gonna do Rebels. And so that was two thousand. That was season five. The last time we saw Ahsoka, at that point, right of the Ahsoka we know was when uh she she waved goodbye. Anakin saying, I, you know, I'm a Jedi no more. And she leaves the Jedi temple, leaving Anakin. That was the last depiction of we saw Ahsoka. Now, season six was kind of like the, the lost episodes of Malgamation, if you remember correctly. We're like, we didn't get Yoda. We, that Yoda scene, specifically when he talks to, uh, when he talks to um, the heralds of like uh, the, the light and the dark forces. Yeah, that, that was, was like season three, I think. Something like that. I think that was, it was uh, early uh, on. <clears throat> it was a, uh, that was early on, but then they, they talked about it specifically when he comes back to in season six, where it was either light and dark forces or it was uh, something else where he's talking about the, his uh, his actual his clones that he was with him. But he, that was dude, we didn't get that to like 2015, 2016. And that was like the, the full the full season was on Netflix. So that was a crazy thing. It wasn't until it sadly wasn't until Mandalorian got big. Filoni was the household name again. And then he's like, you know what? You go ahead and do season seven. That we finally got that, which, hey, I'm glad we got it because, like, again, like, yeah, that's that's peak Star Wars. That is absolute peak Star Wars. That's that's the most Star Wars Star Wars we've had in damn near what seven years at that point. Yeah. So the um the last the the last mini series or um kind of mini run that they did ending clone war season seven yeah the final season was everything we needed in star wars yes um i i don't i don't i've i've tried to wrap my head around um the idea of not hating on star wars because the star wars fan base has a horrible reputation oh oh, oh let's talk about that the most vitriol the <laughs> most <laughs> i'm just gonna say what it is we're the biggest bunch of pussies on planet earth 
because uh-huh. we bitch about everything. And uh-huh. I'm not going to sit here and say that mm-hmm. The Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker were cinematic gold. They weren't. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Um, I was entertained by Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker. Was it mm-hmm. great? No. But I have come to even appreciate the prequels. I've had a roller coaster with the prequels. I liked them yeah. when I first saw them. Mm-hmm. I went back and rewatched them and went, oh my God, Jar Jar really is dog shit. This is terrible. Mannequin yeah. Skywalker, the whole nine yards. Like, yeah. but then I've gone back and I said, you know what? I don't want to, I don't want anything to be retconned because yeah. that just is terrible, lazy writing because you're, you're basically, you're insulting the audience. People say, mm-hmm. well, you're insulting my intelligence by putting this crap on TV. No, you're insulting my, your intel. you're being insulted and you don't even know it. When someone yep. goes, forget what you just saw. This is the story we're telling because that's not how the world works. That's that's just terrible um, writing. Mm-hmm. Unless you unless you put in time travel, and please, for the love of God, Lucasfilms, Kathleen Kennedy, don't intrude include time travel. I mean, I know they kind of have. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, please, I, I, we don't need Days of Future Star Wars, you know, uh, but. Mm-hmm. But going okay. back, the stories told in the Phantom Menace, the stories yeah. told in, a, in the, the Attack of the Clones, and the stories told in the Revenge of the Sith are important. Yeah. Yes, because think about this: had you <clears throat> not gotten those three movies, I guarantee you, I'd be willing to bet money, any amount of money, had we not gotten those three movies, as good or bad as you think they are, we would have never, and I mean ever, gotten. The Clone Wars or Rebels. I, I, I'm willing to bet that because they took what they were given. Yeah. And they spun, they took lemons and made lemonade yeah. is the best way to put it. And Dave Filoni, yeah. Chef's Kiss, those last, what, four or five episodes of season seven yeah. are it's, amazing uh, and they're heart wrenching. 41 yes. years old and they are heart wrenching to watch. All oh, I have to say, Two words, Ahsoka, Rex. That's mm-hmm. all it needs to be said. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, like I've been saying, like here's the thing specifically about like how Star Wars fandom can be some of the biggest fucking pussies out of a majority of fandom, and there are some terrible fandoms. I, we come from also from Marvel MCU, fa- uh, Marvel MCU fandom, as well as the DC DCU fandom, right? Both of them are equally freaking stupid and jarring, right? The Star Wars fandom. Good God, bro. You want to talk about like, like this, you want to stop evolution type of shit, right? I have no qualms destroying Last Jedi and Rian Johnson, but I don't destroy the story. No, I don't destroy necessarily like what the story is trying to do. I just, I want to destroy inherently what, what the, what the problems they're trying to tackle and trying to make that and trying to make semi nuanced takes of like what we have in real world problems of course with me too movement all that stuff which should be called yeah. out but then you blatantly disregard the fact of intelligence within the star wars phantom i don't have i don't mind fucking calling that shit out but but bro like the the horrid obvious horrid bullshit misogyny misogyny that happens in like in a male fandom a majority main thought male phantom at the time where you want to freaking hurl death threats at a girl because she had she played a stupid ass role don't get me wrong rose uh, Rose uh, was a really a, a, a horribly written character. The actress does not deserve the shit she got. No, and I think she's a good actress. The role was not fleshed yep. out properly. Yes. 
it was a sh- yeah. We can go about that because and the the reason I try not to hate her as much is because I understand what happened to Hayden. I will come on, like uh, I grew up. I grew up specifically on on those uh, on the prequel sequels. Of course, for those who watched this, I didn't really come to appreciate it until much later on. And how much I freaking loved Hayden. I love all those. I love all those actors and and actresses. I loved all those, but like they were just so hated and shit on by OG fans of the original trilogy Star Wars. And like, it's one of those things where like I understand levels of gatekeeping. I understand levels of filters of like, are you truly a fan of something? Are you truly willing to support something? Or are you there just to ride the wave, right? But I understand that you know all you know a rising wave, uh, a rising wave, uh, a wave rises all ships and all that stuff. I get that, but like. It's, it's just so wild how people are wanting to willingly destroy the thing they love and keep and gatekeep it for themselves, but no, but doesn't understand the fact that if you if you if if a IP is so hatred eventually, another one's gonna fucking touch it. You speak on it for so long about like yo, if we don't do these movies, no one's gonna ever want to if you don't watch the movies, no one's ever gonna watch it anymore. And guess what? They're done. And so yeah, like the things that Dave Filoni has done. And there's been a lot of critiques on Dave Filoni, specifically because of how OG Star Wars fans are, like how they don't want this level of Star Wars. Well, guess what? Guess who right now is the most, guess who right now has written Luke Skywalker, Luke Skywalker, the most like idealistic way? Dave Filoni. Yeah. The, The type of Luke Skywalker that we all know and all love and all understand him to be. Hit the best representation of Luke has always been the ones of Dave Filoni's work, and Dave Filoni had a crack at him what once, twice already, still. But that's the that's the only couple of times we've seen Luke like outside of mainline continuity. It's like, yo, man, just just let the dudes who quite literally been been hand taught by uh, by the God King himself and George Lucas about how to run this fucking universe. So, <laughs> so yeah, like I said, uh-huh. man, yeah. Clone Wars is gonna be Clone Wars is awesome. Cannot wait until the uh, cannot wait until the uh, uh, the inevitable conclusion as well as this upcoming stuff. We didn't ha- we haven't we did talk about like the the upcoming studios. I'm willing to give I'm willing to give another Ray shot. I re- I really really am. I just I want them to really work out all the kinks. I really want them to work out you know a a valid storyline. She's pregnant. This is the this is the first time in mainline continuity that they're gonna have a Jedi pregnant oh they did right? say that or is that yeah. because she, she's pregnant she has oh, the, she's the gonna actress have or oh okay this is what the, the character is going to okay. character yeah. like granted we could say well oh look at padme but like no no like the, uh this is the first time we will see a jedi, jedi a jedi. woman jedi that is that is her her freaking granddaddy city uh yeah but but before i forget because yeah. this just it just triggered me to to ask yes what do you think? Having now finished, I don't know how much Padme appears. I believe that Rebels mostly takes place post uh, Revenge uh-huh. of the Sith. Yes. There is a theory okay. that I have read now uh-huh. having finished Clone Wars. <laughs> I've heard this one, yes. Is that Padme Amidala is Force-sensitive? No, mean... they were... They She never uses... None. A, a power directly. Mm. Um, but there is people use the moment that <clears throat> the Jedi Temple 
is attacked and you see it in Revenge of the Sith, it's burning. Yeah. You know, after post order 66, actually, they said they, they make it seem like the second that order 66 goes down, yeah, Padme begins to um, kind of fall apart, that she feels it. Yeah. And doesn't know what she's feeling because she's never been trained. Yeah. This is the theory. So spoiler alert. Okay. So I'm going to deal a little bit with Revenge of the Sith and, and the ending of Clone Wars. This is a theory. The second Order 66 goes down, spoiler alert, much like uh, Ahsoka does in the last episode of, of, uh, of Clone Wars. Wars. Yep. That the done. second that Order 66... Actually... Ahsoka feels it the moment that Anakin attacks Mace Windu. Yeah. Um, so it's before Order 66, but she feels Order 66 because that's how she can, uh, she almost senses something in Rex. Yeah. Um, again, spoiler alert. But the theory is that the second that Order 66 happens, Padme feels it, doesn't know why or what she's feeling. She doesn't, she doesn't know what's going on with her. And that's why from that point on, her body begins to fail because she is riddled with this emotion that she has no way to control on top of people go like, well, how come she didn't sense that Anakin was going to choke her? She doesn't know what's going on. And she was clouded by Mm -hmm. her emotions. And that was one of the reasons why she did die was because that all of this was going on. And the, the force that she shared with Anakin had died. So it was a symbolic showing that when Anakin died and became Darth Vader, so did she um, in in the Force. Um, So, which leads me to this theory that it has been said in the last month that Natalie Portman wants to return to play Padme Amidala in the Star Wars universe. Now, what, what could she play? She could play a Force ghost. Or she could play flashbacks that are talking about do possibly doing a season two of um, of Obi-Wan. They want to do a Darth Vader uh, show now to tell more yep. of the story yep. between... Uh, basically, they want to start telling a lot of that story between Revenge of the Sith yep. and, and A New Hope in live action. Yep. Um, and I like that because we could possibly see Rebels in live action. Yeah. Uh, of course, connecting in continuity. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's a possibility that um, that that going connecting with Ray's movie um, that they obviously and I'm not I'm, this is this is going to sound kind of condescending and it, it it kind of is. But go with me on this because okay. we are in the post Me Too movement where we're almost obligated as a society now to kowtow to feminism, mm-hmm. um, which to certain aspects, I'm OK with it probably one of the mm-hmm. greatest characters in star Wars canon. I'm pointing at my Ahsoka shirt. They want to do a very female heavy storyline with Ray being the master Jedi mm-hmm. um, and surrounding herself with a potential force ghost of Leia. I um, not sure who they could get to play her. I'm sure they could probably do some deep fake like they did with Luke. Um, they could force ghosts with obviously there's talk that they could force ghost Ahsoka that she may not survive. Spoiler alert, her own show or mm-hmm. series of, of episodes or yeah. seasons. So, um, yeah, I, I, I just wasn't sure what I wanted to present that to you in this space of what you thought of the theory that Padme Amidala was not a Jedi, but was force sensitive. 
No. Okay. It's it's one of those because the biggest point of contention here I would have is that if you had if you had any idea if if uh, if Padme was at any level of force sensitivity, would have been in, in the original trilogy or in the in the prequel sequels. Uh, mainly because one, that's that's the closest, that's the close representation of like how close to like, uh, to to having Lucas uh, to have a uh, Lucas say like yeah she's uh, she has some level of force sensitivity. No, uh, well could that possibly change because uh because the hands of because the hands of who of who controls Disney uh, who controls uh, Star Wars now possibly most likely but for me specifically if it's not for, if it's not specifically from Dave Filoni. Or George Lucas, I don't truly believe it necessarily, because especially when they had hands, when George Lucas specifically, and 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 to a certain extent, Dave Filoni had hands on the original Clone Wars saga. <clears throat> that's that's it for me. That's just that's the biggest thing for me. If they would have had any hesitation or any hints of of Padme having any level of of force training or fence or force sensitivity throughout any of Clone Wars, they had ample time to show it. Ample freaking time to shoot. When uh, when I forgot what it was when, but when uh, that whole storyline of like how toxic both her and and uh, Anakin's relationship was, and how Anakin thought she was cheating on cheating on him with that one rich boy. I forgot his name is right. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and like how their how their place got or how the place she was staying at got destroyed, and it was attacked by separatists. Right? They they're at any level, right? Of the thing of like, oh, you know. Anakin saving uh saving Padme instead instead of that guy, there could be any any certain level of like, oh no, she might have force powers. Never had the choice. Granted, it was a better op it was a better way to do that. Um, the way they did it was the best way to do it. Because it's more show showed like how much how crazy and push uh push to a certain extreme Anakin is, as well as Padme that are being pushed kind of separately. And that's and that's the culmination of what we had in in uh, in episode three in Revenge of the Sith. But like if it happens, I if it happens, I'd be disappointed, but not surprised. But for me specifically, like her showing up as a, her showing up as a force ghost, it's like you gotta do a prequel sequel for that type of stuff again. You gotta do a, a prequel for all that stuff again. There's just so much we don't know. Yes, there's force sensitive people throughout Star Wars universe. We get that, we understand that, but specifically a force ghost. You know, to to truly culminate yourself into some level of like, oh yeah, no, I'm I am, I am a, uh, I am some level of a training. I have some level of training. I have some level of grasp of the force to to corporealize into someone that you're gonna see for a while. Nah, man, like that's like you. That would be like Jar Jar Binks being a force ghost, bro. Like what? No, but I <laughs> honestly, I am still they. There were times in Clone Wars where I honestly thought they were going to go through with the theory mm. that Jar Jar Binks was a um, uh, um, a deep uh, whatever it's called a uh, a deep threat uh, Sith Lord. Oh God! Oh yeah, yeah, that was that. He's like, yeah, be like, no one can be this stupid. But no one could be this but, dumb. But really and truly, by the time by the time the season the series was over, he was yeah. he was yeah. that naive. Yeah. Um, and it was an important character. Um, I'll say it. I'll, I'll be um, daring enough to say it. Um, he was a, a important character, 
and um, I, I wouldn't change anything yeah. about uh, about him per se. Yeah. So also another point of contention. Do that. I freaking hate about the stupid ass community. The uh, the individual, the actor who played Jar Jar Binks, was hated on so goddamn much for playing Jar Jar, right? That he didn't have any roles afterwards. But then thankfully he stuck around. Lucasfilms has been so great to him that you see him now in in current stuff. Yeah, he. I, I forgot the actor's name, but he he plays he plays the uh, he plays the the Jedi Matt the Jedi Master who who, who saved uh, Yondu not Yondu Yondu yeah. who saved Jor, who saved uh, Gorgu. Grogu. Grogu. Yandu is, of course, some great. I'm thinking Guardians Galaxy. I'm about to watch Guardians Galaxy soon. So, yeah. Have you seen? You haven't seen Guardians three yet? I haven't. I was supposed to go watch my sister, but like, uh, she's been like in and out about right. She doesn't want. She doesn't want me to watch it without her, right? Because uh, she's been uh, she's been uh, uh, freaking city hopping and 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 going to like freaking Europe and and Hawaii and stuff. And so she's yeah, to Europe. What the heck? Uh, uh yeah, I'll let her talk about that when she wants to talk about it. But yeah, visiting Disneyland. Let's just say that. <laughs> she got to go to Paris? Uh she's planning to, possibly. Okay. Uh, but, uh, Ahmed yeah. Ahmed Best is the actor you're you're thinking yes. of. Ahmed Best yes. uh, played Jar 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 in all three prequels. Yep. Um he also he made uh Keller and Beck is the character he is he played. Um yeah. But it wasn't the first time he played it. He played it in, nope. a, in a show called Jedi Temple Challenge. Yep. Um, and he, in it, plays a Jedi master or Jedi mm-hmm. uh, knight called mm-hmm. Kelleran Beck, who trains Padawan. Um, and it's in. I mean, it's it's a game show, but it's kind of in continuity. Yep. That um, he's you know, it'd be like playing like. Um, what was that old show on Nickelodeon, Agro Crag or whatever it was called? Temple Run. Um, Temple Run. <laughs> yeah, um, so it was a game show like that, but it was, yeah. but it was, but what the, what was really going on because it was taking place in kind of a cosplay Star Wars mm-hmm. universe that it was treated as canon, and yeah. he was a legit Jedi training Padawan in a post um, uh, Order sixty six era. Um, or maybe it was maybe it was maybe in storyline it was pre because Keller and Beck of course appears in a flashback during Mandalorian season three, and is the one identified as saving Grogu from Order sixty six. Um, again, kind of putting a bow on um, hmm. on uh, Clone Wars. Um, if you're disregard the fact that it's animation, because um, you'll get over it very quickly. Yeah, get over the fact that some of the early stories are a little cheesy but it sets the it sets the the story the, the the pace it sets the the realm for the rest of the series it introduces you to amazing new characters yep. and when order 66 goes down in revenge of the sith and you watch it in order and the way i would order, watch it and it's a lot to ask of you yeah. is watch <clears throat> phantom menace Mm-hmm. Watch Attack of the Clones. Mm-hmm. Watch the entire series of Clone Wars. Uh-huh. Um, technically, uh, you could f- you'll get someone who'll say like, "Oh, watch the first half of Revenge of the Sith, then pause it and watch the last five episodes of Clone Wars." No, mm-hmm. um, watch Clone Clone Wars the entire series, and then watch. 
attack, watch Revenge of the Sith, part of it will be quote unquote flashbacks. Yep. Um, and then it will lead you to um, Order sixty six. Now, if you if you really want to watch, um, no, I really don't think there's any way you can do it. Um, you'd have to time it right, but really and truly. I would watch the entire series of Clone Wars and then watch Revenge of the Sith. And then um, going forward after Revenge of the Fist, from what I, Revenge of the Fifth, what I've seen so far is watch Rebels. Yeah. Um, and I'll, where I'll Bad Batch is, Bad Batch, I'm going to watch after I finish Rebels. Yeah. I'm watching Rebels first. Okay. How, um, how, how far are you on Rebels? I'm about an episode. I think I'm like one or two episodes left in the first season. Okay. Uh, the episode I am watching right now, let me pull up Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, is you met uh, you you met already the uh, the inquisit the inquisitors? Yes. Um, meet... I've met the inquisitor. Yeah. Um, I am I'm, met... I'm on a season yeah. one, episode fourteen, Rebel Resolve. Um, I I can't say too much, but <clears throat> um. There is a moment where the 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 crew of the ghost yep. is separated by can by from Canaan from Canaan Canaan yep. Canaan Canaan yeah. yeah um I'm there that's all yeah. I'm going to say they're separated yeah. the 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 crew is separated from Canaan the main character um, who is brilliantly played by Freddie Prince Jr. and really mm -hmm. and truly I don't think anyone else should play him in real life other than Freddie Prince Jr. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> um, because he it, it just really the voice matches the character. Yeah, it yeah. really does, mm -hmm. and you don't hear, you don't hear, what's his name from, uh, from from Scooby Doo. You don't hear. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't hear Freddie Prince from She's All That. It's very very well done. Yeah, by him. I I definitely would I, I definitely would be okay with Freddie Prince. You being the live actor for it for the role, but not gonna go into spoilers or anything. That I would love for that to happen, but if he was twenty to thirty years younger, yeah, the man is the man's pushing fifty. He definitely looks his age, uh, and so hey, uh, hey man. But at the same time, it's like hey, more props off to him. Props off to Sarah Michelle Geller, his his longtime wife, and uh. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of crazy how like this dude goes from like being the the uh somewhat of the it like uh teen Hollywood star doing a bunch of these movies, right? And then going into like how many decades of being a writer for WWE <laughs> and then goes out and be a voice actor like nonchalantly. It's kind of crazy. It's it's, it's really kind of crazy. But hey, yeah, I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind um Ezra. I don't. I wouldn't mind the. Um, I think the. I think the voice actor who did Ezra is might be of age now. Bridger. Well, I get in the. And there's. I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Rebels. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, as uh, Taylor Mon Gray. Yeah, Taylor is, Gray when he was younger. Doesn't say what his age is. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So they already. What the freak? But who's to say that? I mean, he is, uh, you know, he's probably looks like he's in his twenties, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's his yeah. IMDb page. Yeah, really, they, they truly. Already, yeah, you could have him if, if based on when 
um, the events of Ahsoka take place, um, you could have that actor play Ezra now. Yeah. So obviously, I think part of of Ahsoka, which we know takes place um, during the time of the Mandalorians, which would be the rise of the New Republic. Um, so I forget the exact timeline. I'll have to look that up with the time because they they actually unveiled yeah. the time they what they call the timelines. And I'm yeah. not that nerdy, but the rise of the New Republic, which is the post Empire fall, which is we're talking post Return of the Jedi. Um, we know that's when part or a main part of Ahsoka is going to take place. Mm-hmm. Um, where the end of Rebels is, don't tell me because I'm not. I want to get there, and I know there's, there's only what three, four seasons of Rebels. Four, four seasons of Rebels. Um, I don't know how much of it takes place during the um huh? the the re- rise of the rebellion era. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, no. I, I, again, um, what I what I can tell any Star Wars fan who hasn't yet watched it in their in their hemming and hawing, watch it. Yeah, watch Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Power through it. It's worth it. Rebels. Mm-hmm. I have my I have my complaints about Rebels, and most of it is the animation style. Yeah. I told you because it is different I told from you. Clone Wars. Yep. Season seven of Clone Wars, the first episode, I was turned off and I was mm-hmm. like, no, I got to power through it. And it does get some use to it. They do tweak it. They kind of go back a little bit, but it is definitely a, the problem is, is a newer type of computer animation. Mm-hmm. So when they started Clone Wars in what, <clears throat> um, let me see, the run was 2008, 2008. So you're sorry. Yeah. You're talking about starting in 2008 and then like jared said and you go 2008 to 2014 for Mm -hmm. season six and then you Mm -hmm. jump six years to 2020 Mm -hmm. um yeah and uh i uh i loved everything i said i loved everything about season seven i loved how they started off I, i mean at first i was like oh it's an obvious advertisement ploy to for their new tv show called bad batch but it really told the importance of what the clones were. Yep. Um, it really hit home the um, the idea of the defective clones, um, mm-hmm. anywhere from uh, clones like um, was it ninety nine? Yeah. And then I forget who the guy was that dies when they remove the tumor from his head. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Uh... God damn it. But anyways, there's there's yeah. about three or four clones that that deal with um issues. Um and I don't want to spoil any, anything, but there's about three or four clones that deal with um being different, so to speak. And I think that they um addressed a lot of social issues in, in with the clones, um, especially with um the best way to describe it, and again, pardon my French, is physical retardation um, with 99 and mm-hmm. that he was CT. looked down. Huh? CT. CT was... 616? He was the one that they had the tumor removed, right? Yeah, yeah, kicks. Okay. Kicks. Um, 
and then uh, and then obviously dealing with Echo again. We're not only going to get too too much because uh, I'm encouraging people to go watch it, but dealing with different social and social, mental, and physical abnormalities, and and, and dealing with what we deal with nowadays with those kind of issues, um, just amongst the clones, um, was really good story time. And I'm not one of those like. Uh, kumbaya, let's get into a freaking bongo circle, smoke some weed kind of uh, got kind of guys. I'm not, uh, I'm not a uh, total millennial gen, whatever you want to call these people, Gen Z people. But I will say this that, um, the, the social issues that they that that go has been going on in the world in the last 20 something years, uh, Dave Filoni very delicately and carefully deals with in the clone wars without offending either side uh, of the uh, quote unquote aisle. Um, and, um, this, the, 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 the relationship that the clones have with one another, the, the mm-hmm. tighthood brother brotherhood, uh, is, was great. And, um, that's, I think why, one of the reasons why I'm most looking forward to seeing bad yep. batch, cause I really enjoyed, uh, the, the couple episodes of bad batch that was yeah. in the final season of clone wars. Um, I do see on our notes, I'm going to have to hit an addendum. Um, yeah. I have not seen <laughs> Spider-Man two yet. Um, oh, really? I have not seen it yet. Uh, but I do want to talk about, Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. One, one more thing. I, I rephrase game. it. You're talking about Spider-Man, the video game, Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Spider-Man. Uh, but also yeah. to, I mentioned, I've not this, seen Crossing yeah. spider The, the actually, sorry. I, I didn't, I mean, I didn't mean six. I meant Tup. Tup was the one that got his head thing. Yeah, yes, that's was, right. It, that's what it, it was. was. It was him and it was him and Fives that did it. It was someone else in Fives. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. It was that was Fives was the guy who discovered, yeah, uh, the tumor the, um, yeah. while, while on Camino, and then mm-hmm. um, there was the other guy, and then yeah. Echo is the one who was lost, and he comes back. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert! In um, later on in the yeah, yeah the season, uh, but yeah, do go see it. Um, just just before we just before we end it off, just I gotta ask, have you finished have you finished video game? Uh have you finished uh no I have not. I have not really? finished Jedi. Yeah. Okay. Um so people don't what people don't realize is I'm in my office right now, which is slash yeah. and if you could if you could turn the camera, which I can't, <laughs> is also ev- de-evolving as my kids' longtime playroom. Yep. We are in the midst of doing about four different projects in our house. Um, we are in the on the precipice of completely redoing our front and backyard. Nice. Then we are going to be for the for the for lack of a better term, redoing my my kids' rooms, um, doing some upgrades. We're going to be putting TVs in their room and removing some of their their kid toys out and moving some of the toys they want to keep in, including Nerf guns and Legos that are over here. With that <laughs> said, this shelf that's right here, which used to be Legos, if everyone's been following. Um, our show before is now going to be Funkos and yep. statues. So you're going to see a lot more decorations. You're going to be seeing right. some more stuff over here. Um, nice. I will say this. Uh, there's a very good possibility as I tilt up um, that those pictures that you see at the top of the screen might be replaced by another lightsaber in the very near future. Um, as I am okay. planning my own trip to Disneyland um, as my wife and I have now celebrated 15 years of marital bliss. Uh, we are planning a trek to the happiest place on earth and a trip to Batu, um, mm. and possibly finally a trip to Savi's workshop. 
Ooh. Um, real quick, I do want to put it out there for you Saber fans out there. Um, if you are planning a trip to Savi's workshop, or if you're planning a trip to Disneyland you or, Dis or Disney World, yeah. you have to go to Galaxy's Edge. Okay, we talked about this in the previous Star Wars episode. It's a must. Disregard the fact that Disney's just, all it is is based on the sequel trilogy. Screw that. The, the, forget the fact that they're first order troopers around there, not regular stormtroopers. Forget that Ray is around and not Han or Leia or whatever. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling they're going to eventually address that. I think they eventually will go back. Yeah. Everything else about Galaxy's Edge, which, by the way, that's the last time I refer to it that way. Everything about Batu is amazing. And the reason I say it that way is because when you on the map in Disneyland, it's Galaxy's Edge. The second you go through that tunnel, whether it be at Disneyland or, or at Disney's Hollywood Studios in Orlando, you don't enter Galaxy's Edge. You enter Black Spire's outpost on the on the moon of ba Batu, and mm -hmm. you are completely immersive in your own live action Star Wars saga. And I recommend obviously doing all, any of the eateries, any and all the eateries. And I highly recommend Savi's Workshop and the Droid Depot. Um, and then, of course, you have to go to Doc Ondar's. <clears throat> With that said, a new uh, accessory has been added to Savi's Workshop slash Doc Ondar's. And that is if you build a saber at Savi's Workshop and you go in back and build a second lightsaber at Savi's Workshop. They now have an officially licensed accessory that you can buy for about 20 bucks at Doc Ondar's that will connect both of your custom lightsabers. And you can have your very own Darth Maul double-headed lightsaber. I'm stoked about that, even though I do not have a custom saber yet. I, I'm hoping that when I get it, maybe it'll work on my Ahsoka blades and I can do a duel. But um, I'm Don't holding out for this fall, uh -huh. when they do announce, uh, there's a, there is a rumor going around that they are going to um, re-release Ahsoka's Rebel Blades. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And there's a possibility that they are going to re-release a non-collector's edition version of um, of uh, Cal Castus's uh, double yeah. double lightsaber from yeah. Jedi Fallen Order, not from. Mm -hmm. Jedi Survivor. Yeah. Um, also, real quick, probably one of my favorite parts of Clone Wars was when Anakin gives the box to Ahsoka and she opens it up and it's her lightsabers. And it's those ones, the one if you're watching mm -hmm. the video, it's the ones I have on my wall. And they light up and they're blue instead of green. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, and I had thought, well, wait a minute, she's had blue sabers before. I'm like, no. She had green. They were. It was always green. She just added the second lightsaber about halfway through. I think like season three or season four. Um, yeah, all right. And the what they call the Jota or is it Jota style? Yeah, Jota. Uh, no, it was Sh Sh Shoto. Shoto style. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's it's the smaller blade. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, there's her. Come on, Kevin. <laughs> point. Uh, so that one is her normal blade. Yeah. That's her Shoto, Shoto blade. Um, and it is the same style in her. With the, if you hear us refer to, um, if you ever heard refer to her, us refer to her Rebel blades, it's the blades that she has in Rebels and has and, in the Mandalorian, and, 
Book of Boba Fett and eventually in Ahsoka. It's the yeah. curved blades and the white saber. So, yep. so that's so you haven't finished uh, uh, Survivor. Uh, can I just not spoil? Can I not spoil the ending? But more so, just how do you feel more so about the game? I okay. Here's the thing: I have read some of the reviews. Nothing spoilerly. But I have read some of the reviews and that people don't like it. I think the main complaint about that people have for it is it's a bit buggy. And that falls on gameplay. Yeah. Um, story yeah. mode. And yeah. I've run the update, which, by the way, I have already upgraded my PlayStation 5. I have added a one terabyte uh, WD black uh, hard drive. Oh, so you did get the, it. Nice. I did. The one that you showed me, I didn't get the two yeah. terabyte. I got the one terabyte. Okay. Um, I was actually running off of a um, a hard drive similar to this. Um, by the way, if you're ever looking for a hard drive, this is not a plug, but if you're ever looking for a hard drive, this is from Costco. This is, I believe, is a one terabyte. I think I got it for like 50 bucks. Hmm. Um, it's a portable hard drive, so with no external power. I believe Costco has one right now for five terabytes for a hundred bucks now. Yeah. But I do have a PlayStation compatible version of one of these plugged into my PS5 permanently yeah. for storage backup, but you can't run off an external hard drive. So I had to upgrade um, to it basically because of Jedi Survivor um, and because of um, Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, it, just those two games alone, I needed to upgrade my drive. Yeah, it's it's insane. Okay, so I beat the game. I think I've I've made that known for quite a while. I beat that again. Yeah. I beat the game like a while ago. It's just more so there are bugs in it. I, I I'm like two to three uh two trophies away from actually playing the game. And the reason why I can't do those trophies right now is because the game itself is bugged to hell when it stopped me. It is stopping me from like doing the um it's, this isn't really spoilery but it's stopping from doing the bounty missions mm, that you okay. that you do right so like you try to go up to this individual Cade and you try to have basically you try to have this individual try to give you missions but you can't she she's just basically locking you out of like certain scenarios even though I'm finished with the game and so it's one of those soft lock type of things they're gonna have to inevitably fix it. I will say this and I think it it's for a lot of fans, if you're just a fan, the fan of the franchise of Star Wars General, beat it, you know, have fun with it. If you want to, if you're a type of individual where you know for sure if a if a hiccup here or there is gonna like affect you from like playing this game, I would wait for like further patches down the line. I'm telling you right now, the end game of of like just how it looks, like just graphically. Uh, the all the amount of other like uh, like powers you get, quote unquote, other stuff you get throughout the line. It takes it takes a toll on the gameplay. What I mean by that is like there's a lot of like artifacting. There's like a lot of there's like a lot of ghosting that happens. The game doesn't look good at the end of it. I will say that. Um, it just like it. <laughs> you, it's just it's kind of wild to see a game go start off visually amazing in the very first in the very first uh, portion of the game, right? And I restart it. And I just stopped. I restarted the game uh, on New Game Plus just to try to see how to do the uh, the uh, uh, the bounty hunter missions, and I just stopped midway through. And um, yeah, you just, it's crazy how you go from like visually amazing. Um, what's the what's the starting place we, we uh, what's the starting uh, planning we start off again? It's uh, Coruscant. Yeah, Coruscant. Yeah, Coruscant, which was, was like stunningly amazing. 
stunningly great, right? Especially for a very first, like, you're Freudian. And the amount of times you go back to Kobol, the amount of backtracking is insane. You, your Kobol is your main planet hub, basically. And Kobol starts getting looking, it starts to look uglier and uglier and uglier and uglier. The more powers you get, the more upgraded you, the more upgraded cow gets, the more distinct cow looks. It just looks uglier and uglier and uglier. And it's like, it just takes me, it makes it, it makes it look like an early PS4 game. Like, like if you, if well, for those of us who play Last of Us, you know, Last of Us 1 on the PS3 and how they try to port that off to the PS4, it kind of somewhere in between of that, right? It just gets, it, it goes from like high definition, 4K, that's what it's supposed to look like, to like, all right, now it's looking like PS4. And it's not good, and it's not bad, but at the same time, I'm disappointed. Hey, yeah, I would just wait. Honestly, I would just wait until the, there's further patches on the line because, like, yeah, and that's kind yeah. of what I was doing. And yeah. a lot of it, you know, there, uh, it, it really is one of those games, guys, that it's, you have to. It's a fun game. It's a fun game, but it is at game. times one of those games. It's kind of like, um, it's a lot. Of I, I don't want to date my. I don't want to date myself, but I, I remember uh -huh. the first time I ever watched the movie, which I, and I've never finished it. Uh, the movie Unforgiven, which some people consider to be oh. one of the greatest westerns of all time, mm -hmm. and people say it's one of those movies though you can't watch in multiple sittings. You have yeah. to sit down, pay yeah. deep attention to it from beginning to end, yep. and then possibly watch it again because even then you'll probably still miss things because it's so yep. detail oriented. Yep. Jedi Survivor and Jedi Fallen Order are both games that yes you you don't have to play it from beginning to end, sitting down in one city. Yeah. It, it, it can be broken up, but you yeah. have to be prepared that the periods of, uh, of gameplay that you are going to play are going to be extensive. And you, you almost should take the lull in the game that is given yeah. to you because it is a story being told. And it's a, it's a, in most parts about a three act play um, is in between acts you can take a bit of a break. Yeah. Um, oh and depending gosh. on the level you play on boss levels, I think you should, uh, you can probably take a, uh, a break yeah. then, but it it's is very detail oriented. And that's why I've taken, I was like, I need to give my focus to this game and I yeah. don't have it right now. I, I wouldn't recommend playing the game. If you want to enjoy the game, if you want to enjoy the franchise in the end. I ultimately I'm a Star Wars nerd through and through. I'm gonna love the game anyway. I love the story of Calcasses. I love the story of the other characters, which I won't spoil. Uh, which we will see throughout the journey of Cal and the end game of 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 what would you go for with a with a survivor. But the amount of backtracking in this game, the the lack of variety. I'll say that openly. I'll say that vaguely as well. The lack of variety in this game, it, it it's just I, there's no way to put there's no way around it, man. There was there was way more stuff to do in different places in Fallen Order than there is in than there is in uh in Survivor. I'll just say that straight up, like without without being too spoilery. Uh, but like it's just. I don't know. I, everything else looks good. It plays great. It's a better continuation. Some people don't like the fact that it kind of is kind of semi against like Jedi lore when you having a blaster. I still I still think that's the baddest shit I've ever fucking seen. I love that. But like, 
Yeah, man. Just I would just say, I haven't gotten there yet, but I, I know I know it's coming. I know it was coming. <laughs> I, I apologize. But like, well, I'm just saying. I, I mean, I, I I bought the steel book version, yeah. so or <laughs> I I have the blaster coming to me. I have Han's blaster coming to me. Uh, you 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 quite literally you quite in in the in the in the uh, official art right. You see you see Cal with the blaster on his side. So like, sorry for the spoiler alert. But like, yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like, I would wait until the game is quote unquote finished in development type of stuff which sucks that's another conversation to have of like oh my gosh like how many freaking games this year already come out broken <laughs> and they cost 70 dollars 80 dollars and so like it's one of those things we're like okay cool if you're if you're still a fan of star wars but you're not but you're unwilling to to finish a game that hasn't hasn't itself been developed like properly yet i would probably say wait until the end of the year when it goes when that fit when that 70 80 dollars goes down to like maybe 40 dollars right so that, that's just my two points. I'll gonna play it throughout. I love it. I still love the game. I still love the characters. I still love the direction they're going. It's just more so I would have loved it even more if they finished the game. If they finished, if they like, if everything ran correctly. Because like a lot of the problems that happened in this game happened. Where is it? Where is it? Ugh, sorry. Happened in the first game. Right? A lot of the actual technical glitches and problems quite literally were rampant in the first game. And so it is. Yeah, but, and you know, and yeah. I I was lucky to an extent that I played um, I, I waited years because that was another <laughs> game. It was funny was, you know, I'll, I'll throw myself under the bus on this. When JR and I first started the podcast in spring of 2020, um, I didn't, I couldn't keep up with JR because he had so much knowledge of, different fandoms but from a different perspective that there were times where um i was lost um and didn't know where he was going and so a lot of times so there's funny like we've gone back and we've done episodes where like bro dude i finally started watching clone wars this show is great he's like dude i told you that like three years ago and he's like wait when did you tell me and it's and people go because i've had people come to like do you guys even listen to each other i'm like we do but there's like I'm very detail oriented and I'll start uh -huh. rambling and JR will be like, what are we talking about? And then JR will go off on something and I'll be like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then I'll say something and he's like, I literally just said that. I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. And so it's not that I'm not paying attention. It's just, we yeah. both have so much information that sometimes it goes right it's, over our head. It's one of those things where like, we hear you, but we have a point, but we also like want to present our, our thoughts on it. And so we don't want to lose what we're going to say. It happens a lot. It happens a lot. Yeah. It's not more so that I don't listen to you, my guy. And I'm, no, because I, we, I, I, we we talk a lot, but like it's not just. It's just more so like, oh shit. If I if I don't think about this one point that I want to talk about, I'm lose it and not think about it for the next like 15 minutes type of stuff. Yeah. And so it always happens. But continue, we'll, we'll continue on. But I, before we move on, is yes, there? Um, because I think this kind of ties in with what you want to talk about with video games, and then um, we'll kind of put a bow on today because. Um, I've got a big dinner stuff. The way that but let me bring this up real quick. Now, yeah. I know there was a presentation today. Yeah. Um, by Xbox. Xbox. I don't know yeah. if this was on it, but I'm trying to get this screen to come up. Let's see if I can get this to come up here. Um, let me get the. Let me get oh. that prepped correctly. I will say this too. I did watch both the Sony showcase that happened like a week ago, and the showcase today. Sony showcase wasn't that great. 
And and even though I'm a, some people would call me a Sony fanboy because I I have a bunch of like PlayStation games, I, I will say the Xbox showcase was considerably better this this time around. And but they needed to, they definitely needed to because just okay this. again, the horrid stuff happened. But yeah, I watched this one too just today. Okay, let me just yeah. stats. I gotta do it on a different screen. Give me one I second. I, I will. I will talk as uh, as Kevin is setting up right here. I will talk specifically about like the showcase that happened, like. Uh, the Sony showcase happened about a week ago or so, or actually no, a couple, a couple days ago, right? Because I think they started Thursday, Thursday or Wednesday, and the big get for them specifically was Spider-Man Two, a whole hour of hopefully we're gonna get a lot more. You know, we're gonna get like you know your next God of War, or your next uh, Horizon, or your next whatever from awesome these awesome studios from uh uh from Sony. But the biggest one was was basically Spider-Man Two. And good God, that saved the that saved the showcase for me. That was probably yeah. I heard the, it was pretty bad. It was bad. It, it bad is a it under it didn't, it, anything, it didn't bring anything new to the table. No, not necessarily. I mean, there was one or two in that that was particularly new, but it wasn't specifically like Sony owned, right? Like, cool, we're getting we're getting Murder Solid Three, an old school game that's being that's being redone, right? And cool, that's fine. But at the same time, like, I, but what about you know Last of Us Part Three? What about you know Ghost of Tsushima Part Two? What about Ghost of Tsushima Two? Or what about all these other games that supposedly you're working on, but we haven't heard about in like three or four years now? Granted, Sony has a lot more like social merit now, or like at least some good karma now because of like the game they released quite literally this year, God of War Ragnarok. Um, what else they released this year? Uh, a bunch of other games. I forgot which ones there, like are on there, but or at least in the last two years. Horizon Zero, the uh, the new Horizon DLC, all that stuff. They have a lot more social merit, or they're they're working with they're working with the uh, with a uh, with house money, right? Yeah. But because of how under underwhelmed I was with the Sony showcase, I'm like, okay, cool, I'll give you a pass now. But the next one, you got a freaking hit. Like, what? Well, where's my Wolverine? Where you know that type of stuff? Where's my Wolverine? Where's my you know? Where's my uh new iteration of this? This blah blah blah. So yeah, but the Xbox showcase did show up. I'll say that at least they did show up. They showed up at least a couple of first party games. They showed up a a huge forty five minute, uh, a huge forty five minute uh, showcase on like Starfield, which I'm super excited for. I, which I want to build a PC for just to just to see how amazing that game would look on like full on four K, you know, top of the line, top tier stuff and stuff. And so that is definitely a goal. In mind, and so yeah, I'm still I'm I'm like uh, I'm still trying to save up money for that PC. I'm like at least a thousand, at least a thousand right now. I gotta save up a little bit more in order to get to to like help me out, not just the podcast, but like you know seeing how much I I can you know amp up on PC stuff. But other than that, yeah, we can we I can go on about like the showcase that happened right now on Xbox. Good showcase, better than play the better than PlayStation's. But yeah, you did show the one. That, uh, yeah, that so let, yeah, so let's show this one was from today. This is yeah. something that has been teased for a while now. It is the world mm-hmm. premiere of Star Wars Outlaws, yep. a new open world Star Wars game. These are dangerous times. At least that's what I hear. The Empire? By the way, we don't own these rights. We don't. Nope. We most likely own the game, but not these rights. But the 
world here belongs to the syndicates. If I want to survive, I have to play their game. Looks like I'm all in. She's in here somewhere. On second thought, I'm out. This graphics is amazing. Wait. CG, it's CG stuff. No, but is that what's her name from what? From oh, Rise you Skywalker? Uh, po, you know, uh, Poe's uh, girl. Oh, the girlfriend? Her and thing? No, I don't think so. I've been held back my whole life. Because this, this is a uh, hmm, Seneca era? I just need a chance to finally be free. Which really can be a lot of different Wherever times. Yeah, I still think this is like pre. I still think this is Empire, out, though. Okay. Get off my ship, Jalen. Give me a chance. You're gonna have to trust me. You'll be dangerous. This is Empire. But if you pull this off, you'll never look over your shoulder again. Yeah, so you see the Syndicate. Yeah, so I'm thinking like in Clone yeah. Wars. Yeah. I, I do think, though, and believe that this might possibly be, um, the underworld shows no like, mercy. in the era between Hans, the, 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 the Solo it's a big galaxy prequel, and possibly, um, New Hope. Rogue One. Like. Huh. Maybe? Well, maybe closer to Rogue One. Yeah, maybe closer to Rogue One than, uh, than New Hope. Now, there is... There was talk that um, that there is going to be a um, a open world. I mean, this this game has been talked about for quite some time. Yeah. Um, that there was. I gotta find my back. There you go. Um, that there's going to be. Um, there's going to be. And I was going to show the Spider-Man two footage, but it just there's a it's a lot. Um, it might be a little spoilery, so I'm not going to show yeah. it. If you want to see it, you can go check it out. I think yeah. I put, shared it on our Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, but it looks amazing. Yeah. Um, by the way, it's officially been announced October 20th is yep. when it comes out. Um, there is a um, a collector's a standard, edition. Yeah, standard uh, a standard collectors and a uh, the the another the the biggest the, uh, is collectors the take out a home loan edition um <laughs> yeah jr are. sends me i'm 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 literally walking out of game one of the colder cup finals on thursday jr sends me this text and it's a screenshot of the because it had just it had been announced earlier that day yep. that um that um so he sends me this. See, I know. I wish I could bring it up on our screen, um, but it, it's it's this. It's yeah. a screenshot yeah. of the collector's edition, yep. um, steelbook display case, full digital PlayStation Five version of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, pre-order includes the pre-order bonuses of the uh, the uh, special suits for Peter and Miles. Yep. Uh, the web grabber gadget and three extra skill points yep uh 10 unique suits 
additional photo mode items to and, uh, and then two digital uh, two skill points. So that's part of the digital deluxe. So you get all mm-hmm. kinds of special bonuses. But the biggest thing is an 18 inch collector's edition statue 19, of 19. Venom 19 being inch. fought by Miles. I'm sorry, eight, a 19 inch collector's yeah. edition, edition statue uh, featuring the video game version of Spider Man and Miles Morales. Um, you that can all be yours for the low low price of two hundred and thirty dollars. I told my wife about this and bro. she said no, bro. I am down. <laughs> now here's the thing. Here's the yeah. thing. Yeah, the statue. Yeah, is it sideshow? No, of course not. It's uh, it's probably a. Uh, it's probably a PVC. PVC or or someone else. If it's PVC, I- I'm out. I'm not getting it. It's um, let me see, uh, collector edition. I'm pre- they haven't just said, but I'm pretty sure it's the same collector edition or the same people they uh that they worked with when they did their uh, collector edition for God of War Ragnarok. So, let's see, because that one was pretty fire too. It had both Atreus and uh, and Kratos on that one. Uh, statue. I just want to know who who makes it. Not show me one, but then yeah, I'll, I'll probably Ooh. look at the details for it eventually. If, it's just, dude, that statue looks fucking sick. Bro. It does look sick. Um, yeah. looking, moving ahead, um, yeah, real quick, looking at the cast for Ahsoka. We were talking about casting Ezra Bridger, <laughs> the guy they have cast for Ezra Bridger, supposedly. Uh huh. Um, the actor is for sure in. Yeah. The show. The actor's name is Iman Esfandi. Yeah. If he's not playing Ezra Bridger, then Lucasfilms oh, yeah. are stupid because <laughs> that is a spitting image of 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 Ezra Bridger. Anyway, mm-hmm. sorry, I just looked it up. Um, but yeah, the the, the statue <laughs> looks phenomenal. I'm not a big statue guy. I have some as I look over my shoulder and there's a statue of Ted Lasso right there. Um, <laughs> it took a lot for me to get into Funkos. And when mm-hmm. I got Funkos, I dove in headfirst into the shallow or to the deep end. And I haven't yep. come back up for air yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, speaking of which, um, I have some new additions since Ooh. the last time we spoke. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to show them all over again. And this is going to this is going to hurt Jr's heart. Is it? Um, oh, so yeah. So right. here is some, um, my Ahsoka. My heart was prepped already, dude. <laughs> okay. Um, and then uh, another Ahsoka. These are very. These are early Clone Wars. Um, nice. This, I believe, is late Clone Wars. So this is. Episode. This is season seven, Clone Wars, right here, because you could tell blue lightsabers with yep. the, with the standard hilts. Um, and people go like, "Well, that easily could be from Rebels." No, it can't, because if you've seen the last episode, the very last episode of Clone Wars, you'll know why she will never have those lightsabers ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then wrapping up, these are the um, technically these roll from. Um, a Mandalorian. They yep. do have her Rebel blades. Yep. Um, and there's the last one, which is one probably one of my favorites. Um, and it's very. These ones are very much um, the faces 
ever so subtly are more you can tell very much a Rosario Dawson kind of feel to it. And everyone's like, well, it's just a little plastic head. How can you tell? You can tell. You can tell. You, you can tell. tell. Those you two that tell. I just showed you, very Rosario Dawson. And the ones that I showed you before are very much Clone Wars. Now. Don't you dare open that one. Don't you dare open that I one. I haven't. I've had this for three weeks. And I have been waiting for three weeks to do this. Now, mind you, I potentially have a second one coming to me. Not for you. This you is are really, really, you are really testing this friendship right now. And even, it even came in a box. You are really testing this friendship, my guy. I'm being very careful. Oh, beautiful. And there, um, a lot of people say that this uh, a version of Ahsoka is um, we're, what, this is from Rebels, I know that much. Mm -hmm. um, and that this version of Ahsoka, people thought at the time um, Ahsoka had died and gone on to become a Force Ghost. To become a Force Ghost. <laughs> they thought this was Force Ghost. And I think it was meant to be that to be implied that way. Mm. Um, and I think people have also said that if she, when and if she does become a force ghost, that this would be the form that she takes. Um, yeah, uh, there, there's a lot of there's there's a lot of hesitation to that because who does she appear to when she appears that way is going to tell you nah. But also, I don't think I showed it. I have. I don't think I've showed this yet, or maybe I have. I finally got it back. So yeah, uh, if I have okay, this is yeah. the famous one that yeah. they dropped, right? Oh no, no, not the drop. It was uh, it was the one where like I think uh, Adam, Adam Hughes, right? He picked it up the size and like he pressed his finger on the corner on 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 the spine, and I think it broke this. Uh, like it, you saw a little crease on the spine. I'm like, ah, oh, dude, I gotta have it. I gotta have it. You know, press and everything. Pressed. And so, but like if you if you reach over a certain dollar amount, right? Which this has. The pressing and everything, it's way more expensive. I think yeah. usually, right, if you want to get it pressed, like anywhere between fifteen and twenty dollars, this one cost me like a hundred and something to press it. So it, it was it was did, a pricey it was a pricey number. Came did you though. ever get? Yep. The um oh from uh, from Jack him I yeah. I messaged the guy I haven't got it back yet I messaged him about it he's like oh, okay um it should be going out soon but if he he saw he texted me if it should, it should be going out soon but if you haven't got it in about a week or two let me know and so like it's been about week two now we're in week two and so if it doesn't come in this week I'll probably uh, I'll probably live, live in message again but he said that yeah all the all the one that um that he sent out all the ones that he did he sent out already to CGC and so he also sent me a link because he's doing uh he did another power girl cover and he's also doing remark for it too. Like, hey man, if you want another one, here you go. <laughs> like, damn it, bro. So, so yeah. So, um, real quick, uh, yeah. if you haven't, oh, by the way, too, is I got all kind of, I got all kinds of swag over here. Mm -hmm. Um, cleaning up. I, I oh, there's a lot of stuff. Like, I mean, damn, I got a bunch of I got a bunch of state or uh, pins over here. I gotta say too. I gotta say this, and I think this is a big hot topic. Oh, nice, nice, nice. There, this is a go, going out of Star Wars just a little bit and going into a little bit Marvel, but not MCU Marvel. I'm talking about comic book Marvel. 
You know what? You know the events that happened in the last couple of weeks. It's a big uh, one. Let's see what's happened in the last couple of weeks for Marvel. We, a, um, a death. A death. Well, in Marvel Comics. Marvel Comics. Uh, yes. Spoiler alert. In Marvel Comics, uh, the book, I don't think it technically has come out yet. Came out last week. It is okay. Is the death of Kamala Khan. Yes. Um, and um this has not sat well with a lot of fans. Um mm-hmm. they are giving this uh a almost Captain America fallen soldier, fallen hero kind of touch to it. There's actually a reprint, I believe, of the issue coming out um yep. with that same cover uh cover cover swipe. Um I think it's very I, I was never that. I've never been a big fan of her in comics. Um I hmm. enjoy her in Champions. Okay. I enjoyed her in um um I enjoyed her in all new, all different Avengers when she yeah. was in there with uh, Miles. Yeah. And um, I just never really got her in comic. Yeah. And um, yeah. Uh, I, but I think too, is I think this kind of goes against the norm that when she's a massive character, when there's a massive character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they usually have the comic book version of her in when i say that let's let's address the elephant in the room the mcu the main mcu timeline is earth 19999 okay the main comic book timeline is earth 616 so when there's a massive character about to debut or reappear or have a major storyline in earth 19999 their Earth six one six counterpart usually gets a new book. Yeah, the f- yeah. So uh, this was this is a a, a switch from the norm when mm-hmm. you have Kamala Khan's going to be a focal point of a movie here in about four months. Yeah, and they kill her off in main mainline mainline content. Uh, um, I, I will say this: we haven't talked about comics in a minute, and I don't know how how much you how many how much comic book reading you've been doing in the last in in, in a year. We have or last time we talked about it. We've been more so collecting than we have been actually reading. I can say that for me specifically. But the one thing I do know is this. Who died last year? Um, everybody. What what was uh no in comic book wise? Who was no. who what was the what was the one of the bigger was it last year or maybe two years ago? What was Dr. one of the Strange. biggest Doctor Strange? Doctor Strange. When he died last year in the comics. Cleo took over. His 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 spirit wife took over. Became a sorcerer supreme for a little bit. You saw that book running around trying to get him back, right? Yeah. When did he die? Three months before the movie came out. <laughs> yeah, and 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 then who appeared in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? Cleo, Cleo, or Cleo, whatever her name. Yeah, it's so it's so like. It's one of the which again, uh, the the actress who plays Cleo, she's awesome. Um, I'm happy that she's uh, she's in the MCU now. Hopefully, she yes. get paid. Uh, I forgot her name. Uh, top of my head, I can't really think of her. But like, she's been in a lot of stuff. But uh, Charlize Theron, Charlize Theron, awesome. Uh, but going back to going back to Kamala, 
there's a lot of point contention with Kamala Khan because one, she has been in a mainline story of her own in damn near like three or four years now, I think, right? She other than being in champions, other being in other other outings, right? What I feel like, and what I also do feel like, there's a lot of uh, other like comic book purists are going through or understanding is that they're going to kill her off to make her to make her come back, right? As more so the the live action, you know, the live action version of her, right? The live action version yeah. is a mutant. The live action version has more has more powers akin to like the Power Stone, and um, I and not only that, but in the in mainline. Uh, Marvel Comics right now. There's a way to bring there's a there's a way to bring back people who died, and that's because the that's because the mutants right now who who have mutants right now they are immortal. Basically, they can have immortality at this point, and so that's a, a lot of crazy shit happening in comics. There's the reason why I don't get into it because there's so much stuff. Spider Man has been a point of contention for a lot. I'm not gonna say it fucking sucks. I will say they had a rough go of it. I will say it maybe is just as bad as. As a he who will not be named run when his his run of Spider Man, uh, his Superman, it's it's that bad. Like when you, like just spoiler spoiler alert when you have one of the mainline characters, the love interests of Spider Man's life for a long time, when she is then thrusted into a different universe or different like reality, and Peter comes back only to find out that she's married with two kids. Married with two kids. Yeah. You're gonna ruffle a lot of fucking feathers, and the and and the biggest like the biggest thing that people uh, that um that we at the beginning of the series right we find out this weird thing of like how did like how, there's an evil sin that Peter did, right that that caused the Avengers caused everyone to hate him basically, yeah. Iron Man to hate him all that stuff. What was that? Him he got thrusted back into his regular time and all and he was trying to do his best to basically screw people over in order to get back to to MJ. Which he thought time route that time was different there. It took him six months or so to get you know to get to steal tech from Tony to to screw over the Avengers, all this stuff, and or get back to his his girlfriend who's now married with two kids. <laughs> and quite literally, Marvel, right? The editorial stuff of Marvel said to the to the uh, to the uh, to the new writer or the writer that's been on it for a while now said, "Hey, don't go to cons. You might die." <laughs> This is the same guy who put Kamala Khan in one, in maybe a, in appearance early on in that same book, and had her die. This past episode, this past series, uh, this past uh, um, issue, have you haven't fucking seen her anywhere else in the book? She hasn't been in anything else, maybe outside of like maybe some team ups, right? She yeah. hasn't had any freaking lines in the Spider Man book, but she comes in one time and says, "Hey, I'm your best friend, Peter." Like and Peter goes like, oh really? And then she dies. <laughs> I the dude's gonna the the writer man he's gonna catch so much freaking flight. They're call, they're gonna call him freaking uh they're gonna call him Lifefield at this point, dog. <laughs> wait, 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 is it the one who's writing it right now? Was it is it Dan Slott? No, no, no. I thought Dan Slott was. I thought Dan Slott came back because he's the he's the guy that that did that tweet, right? He's the one that he, said, hey. Uh, I think he's. I think the run he's getting is coming up. Yeah, because like, so, yeah, Dan Slott's getting it back because they, they, the, it's not Gleason because Gleason he did the the awesome run after Dan Slott, right? And then he stopped around like seventy something, and then it just came out like last year or so, 
right? And then the run right now is at 26, 20 something. So he, the guy that wrote it, had about a year and a half, two years now. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I the the guy, uh, the current writer has wrote has written for Spider Man before, has written other books as well. But good God, man, when you talk about trying trying to take some leniency and try to you know try to go and do your stuff. People are saying that it's worse than a new, uh, worse than one more uh, one more day. Like they're calling this run worse than one more day. And um, that's, that's tough. That's tough, my guy. I will to put uh, to talk about. And I think it's a universal problem that they're having, and I think this is one we should have uh, Jaeger on about again. Yeah. Um, because yeah. he's someone who's close to the industry right now. Maybe not, you know, Dan Slot, you know. Yeah. My, Brian Michael Bendis era, but I got a I got a text from him, yeah, um, about the Punisher, uh-huh. and that they have, I, and I talked to him about this briefly. Is it's one thing to, and we talked about retcon earlier with Star Wars. It's one thing to carefully quote unquote retcon things about characters to work in modern storytelling, but without ruining the backstory of the character, the current writers for the Punisher have basically single-handedly eliminated everything about what makes Frank Castle, Frank Castle to the point now where their sales are absolutely tanking. And he sent me some of the, um, some of the 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 writing the the the, the artwork is god awful it's borderline childish mm-hmm. it's so bad the writing is fan there's fan fiction that's better writing than this and the storytelling that they're telling is just it it just basically it for lack of better terms really takes the balls out of frank castle and when i yeah. say that it's about what he stood for what made him the Punisher, what took him from being Frank Castle to being the Punisher. And I'm not, I don't want to chase this rabbit right now, but I'm going to is they're blaming uh, right wingers, right wing conservatives for the Punisher. It's always. And the reason I say that is because let's, uh, let's, let's just, let's, do a little social experiment here for just a moment. Um, and the, you know, I have, I have, uh, I'm a big fan of, um, of shield and I have, um, around my house, around my house and on my phone and stuff like that. I have the shield logo and it's just what it is. It's, I think it's a cool logo and, and whatnot. We all know, and this is a visual thing, we all know what that logo is, right? We all know what that logo is. Pretty badass logo. Regardless, regardless of its connotation, regardless of what its background is and the character it comes from, people see that logo, it's badass. There are certain groups who have adopted that logo, just the logo for certain groupings. Um, and it has come under fire because of what it means and what the Punisher actually means that Frank Castle, who is not really a hero. He is a anti-hero. He is a, um, he's a vigilante. 
by every yeah. sense of the imagination of the word. I mean, technically, you could say that technically Captain America and Iron Man and Black Widow and Hawkeye are technically vigilantes, um, but there's different. Frank Castle's a lunatic. And so certain groups, which are labeled with a right-wing rosy glasses, uh, are um, they use that, that logo, and it's kind of come under fire. So they have... Um, and this is the article that, that, that Jaeger sent me. The woke side of the world has went, oh, well, we can't have that. And they have canceled Punisher to the point mm-hmm. where Frank Castle in the comic books has been pussified. He's, he's lame. He's And they've taken his balls away. And they've essentially eliminated everything about his background so that he does isn't even an ounce of controversy to him, and of course they changed his logo, which is stupid. Yeah. It, looks, um, it looks more like the uh, it looks more like the Mandalorian. Um, oh my god, I forgot the the legendary yeah, the, Mandalorian the, the, beast. Yeah. yeah, and I will say this: one of the biggest things was that what spoiler what, what gives Frank Castle meaning as the Punisher is his family, of course, is killed. Yeah, pretty much in front of him. In the new writings. He, I think, what did Jaeger say? Um, that they go, um, where is it at? Um, before his crusades, and everything, his wife wanted a divorce. And then, uh, mind you, now I can imagine Frank Castle was Frank Castle the way we know him. I can understand that, but this is when he was a good man, he was a cop, you know, he's retired. Um, you know, military, yada, yada, yada. Um, he was a good man. And then, of mm-hmm. course, him, I think I think the story, even the comic books, much like the, the TV show, is he's gunned down by, his family's gunned down by the, the mafia mm-hmm. um, in a deal gun deal gone bad. And, um, but they were saying, yeah, they, they reworked it that his wife wanted a divorce. And then Jaeger was taking me down. He's like, well, I said, wait, how could that work? He goes, he couldn't. And he kind of broke it down from a character standpoint. And I'm, he's like, it's just lazy writing. It's just different to be different. And that kind of goes along. I know this, we chased a rabbit to, to get to my point. And that is you have a lot of these writers these days that are, they want to put their stamp on it, whether it's, mm-hmm. whether they think it's good or bad, they want to put their stamp on it so that, you know, 10, 20 years from now, people will go like, oh yeah, you're that guy that wrote that, blah, blah, blah. And hopes that maybe someone 10, 20 years from now will go like, bro, that was controversial back in 2023. But man, in 2034, oh my goodness, man, that that is some amazing writing. But mm-hmm. right now it's shite. You know, it's terrible. Um, so I, I can understand where, where, where everyone's coming from on the Miss Marvel and the Spider-Man. And, and, and it, what a great run X-Men had for a while there. And now it's kind of freaking falling off the rails. I mean... The big problem specifically with a lot of comics today, like we always said, is that if anything goes long enough, right, you will see you'll start to see the cracks of it. Right. Yeah. And those cracks on a longer timeline will become huge crevices Uh, like as much as much praise I'll give to Tom King for his Batman run. It really kind of fell apart near the end. And I've heard that. Yeah, and granted, even though I would love for him to continue like his story, 
imita- imitation of that. I understand like how much you how much a how much a writer specifically would need to like be in control of his own destiny or at least control of like where you want to take your character. And so he had the, the guy had Batman for about you know since rebirth since rebirth launched uh, basically, and that he's uh, he has helped create and mold great characters from that and great timelines for that. But like you know in the same freaking timeline where like you were told uh, you were told that you know okay the DC now is not gonna be rebirth but it's gonna be like five G and that it's gonna go to so many different homes and we want to kill off this character and that character we don't want to have any more we don't have any more like uh like uh what's the word I'm looking for but uh like uh but the yeah we don't have any more sub characters right anymore right so your other characters are going to die off we want you to kill these characters per se uh and and those controversies happen with like you know with like um when the one where they want to kill wally west again all the other characters and so we have inter when you have inter colliding other story arms uh story arcs and lines and shit right it just destroys like your your ability to craft capable stories the the biggest point of contention i will always fucking have is that superman uh the rebirth superman run was one of the best like slice of life wholesome stories of superman with his family i've ever had but when f- motherfucking bendis took his kid and put him into space for five years and he comes back eight years older that just sucked the air out of the room for me like okay cool you fucking aged up a boy now and his father now has and his dad who wants to see his kid grow up you took that away from him good job oh now he oh now you made him you know go into college and now he has an he's in a buy he's in a he's in a gay relationship right and you know you have when you bring up that contention you're gonna say people are gonna say like oh you you have to think about gay people yeah if you think about people being being in a gay relationship no motherfucker i want this kid to live his high school life <laughs> i want I, I look i saw this kid quite literally two years ago or two chapters ago and he was 10 still yeah i have a problem with that and so, like, when you when you do the, the horrible, the horror thing about comics is that is how much it's so inter, intertwined with other comics and other writers and other thought processes, right? And so, specifically with Punisher, here's the thing: I want to give the writer of this a not a pass, but I want to see where he's going with because one is written is going is is being written by Jason Aaron, and so I'm like. I'm gonna try to see where this goes to. I want to see where it goes to because, like, his amazing work on you know Thor runs. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, we'll see where it goes for that. And specifically with the with the guy who's currently doing Spider Man and all this stuff, it's like, bro, are you? You have two years. You had you were given two years to do something, and it's not looking good. It's, it really isn't. Your run is one of the was one of the worst runs per se. And I think that does entail like how much we need a reset again of the comic of of comics right now. And granted, like that's how it always goes. Every like eight to ten years or so, we we need inevitable like uh, reset of all the comics. That's how it always does. Pre pre crisis, we did it. Post crisis, we did it. Re- um, New Fifty Two, we did it. And then current mm-hmm. run, like how many freaking how many re- how many uh, relaunches of Marvel we had in the last ten years now, right? All new. Uh, whatever it is, uh, all new, all Marvel, all that stuff that happened. Like, I think uh, Marvel relaunched like four times in three years at one point from like yeah. 2016 to 2019. Shit, just in the time that I started collecting, which was in 2016, 2017, they've reset yeah. <clears throat> in 2023. So we're talking about you know almost seven years. Um, they've reset. I, I, I can count off the top of my head at least three or four times. 
Yeah. Um, you know, it was this was post Marvel One. Um, but they've done and that's the other thing too, is you know, I'm going back and I'm looking at my collections. Yeah. And when I when I was and I uh reorganizing my comic book collection, I see that there's a you know, there are books that are sorry, um my microphone was making a weird noise for a second. I'm making okay. sure that it was um <laughs> You know, I, I get that there are different volumes. You look yeah. at Amazing Spider-Man. You know, there's been since from since the '60s, the Amazing Spider-Man uh, has been. I mean, shoot, back in uh, '60s, '70s, and '80s, they probably had yeah. about two or three um, volumes, and but they would go hundreds yeah. of issues deep, and um. And it would be years, almost a decade between yeah. decades between kind of a, a, a relaunch. Yeah. And now they're they're doing it every other year. You're you're I'm, maybe getting a dozen issues out of a yeah. quote unquote volume. Mm-hmm. And and they're like, well, we need to get a chance to give uh, let the writers. I'm like, bro. Uh, Uncanny X Men started with Stan Lee. In, yep. in 1964 or something like that. Yeah. And it was off and on written by a bunch of different writers. Okay. But come 1978, 79. Yeah. Still technically the same run, by the way. Yeah. I mean, it used to be called just called X-Men um, that started back in, in, in the early 60s. But then, it, of course, it was officially known as uh, Uncanny X-Men. Um so the the first or the first uh first series yeah uh for X-Men was Uncanny X-Men started in the 60s never changed numbers okay never it never the numerical order never changed but a guy by the name of Chris Claremont took over in the late 70s and ran it for what a decade yeah and again never changed numbers yeah Oh, by the way, a guy by the name of Jim Lee started a completely different book in about 1991, 92. Yeah. And they started with calling it X-Men. Mm-hmm. And guess what ran co- concurrently with X-Men Volume 1? Uncanny X-Men Volume 1. It ran at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until, I think, uh, maybe a few years after that, that Uncanny X-Men Volume 1 ended. So you're talking about 30 years that it ran on one volume. And, yeah. and you know, and like, like Jared, you mentioned is since 2015, 2016, Marvel has rebooted new uh, so many times over. Yeah. And, and, and people blame it on, and I, and they, there's no doubt in my mind, you cannot argue this. They do it to put more number ones out there. Yeah, I, I feel like not just number ones, but also it's what I feel like and what I still believe is that it's not only has the MCU ha, has set the standard or at least set the idea and goal of like how, how how much you need to do to make a billion dollar asset, right? And this has happened. What sadly what has happened now is that. You see a lot of every everything else in comics for Marvel 
is going to satiate or at least trying to drive up to the ideal that live action is the king in this sense, right? You have live action being the thing that you drive towards, you drive you know, viewers towards, you drive re readers to go to towards, right? Because yeah. everything we've seen, everything we've seen, every death that has happened in the Marvel in the last couple of years now, every new number one, every iteration of a new character, right? That we, that, uh, that was come up that's somewhat like you've know, been uh, been hinted to show that's gonna be in a new in a new Marvel flick or Marvel TV show Marvel plus show whatever is somewhat gonna have some level of like appearance in a comic book we've seen yeah. that already we've seen that so many freaking times Monica Rambo has has made more appearances in comics the last yeah. three two years than she has her freaking run and that's mainly because like they're gonna ramp up the movies. And people are gonna say, well, like, yeah, of course. But like, here's the thing, though, they become token characters now. These these characters Thank that you, you don't write about, that you haven't written about in damn near ten years, now out of nowhere it gets a gets a big push because these are the characters now you want to see on 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 your screens. But here's the thing about that: the 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 backstory to those characters are so outdated, right? Yeah, that the that the that the heads or the editors that tell the writers now, hey, you gotta make a backstory of Monocram Bow. Okay, well, what's her backstory now? Oh, it's because of this that she had her power from this, blah blah blah. It's kind of shit. Okay, then so that yeah. means they got a retcon her. Yeah, you have to retcon her. You have to do all this stuff like, and you also have to make it to the point where her powers now will manifest with Kamala Khan and well as well as with Captain Marvel. You gotta do all these things. I'm like, and so you you see that now. I I'm gonna be surprised. I, I, we haven't seen the Hulk family in comic books in a minute. All we have seen now is just She-Hulk and Hulk, right? We haven't seen Red Hulk in a minute, Red She-Hulk in a minute. We haven't seen Red Hulk in a minute. We haven't seen Scar in a minute, right? The last time we saw Scar or 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 Hulk's daughter, I forgot her name, <coughs> Lyra, I think, right? Where they were depowered, right, during uh, World War Hulk or after after the events of World War Hulk, right? I guarantee you we'll see scar and he will be a a a worse version of what he really was i we'll guarantee probably red, we'll probably see red hulk here in a couple of years possibly like it's it's one of those things where like now the comics which originally was supposed to be the the forefront of like all right this is the backstory this is the backstory you're gonna get right now I've become like hey we gotta write a new backstory because this character's gonna come up soon these characters are gonna come up soon right and like it's it's so it's trash man i i understand because one comics in general aren't making enough money <clears throat> money at all so the only one the only way for them to make money is for is for long time watchers of the mcu are going to come into comic book stores and buy that number one right i get yeah. it like still very much so the, the three best selling comics in the world is always going to be super, is always going to be batman amazing spider-man and maybe superman maybe something else right yeah maybe just the league and they're never gonna sell anywhere near the prime of the '90s. Nowhere near it. They're never gonna see a billion. They're never gonna. Uh, they're never. They're, gonna, they're never gonna be promoted in the way that the MCU, uh, MCU movies are gonna do. Never, ever, 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 ever. Even if you have freaking John Hickman continue to do a long run of X Men, which he has, which he has been, uh, which he stopped already, and so that's the reason why it's kind of going to. Eh. And so it's just. It's one of those things where, like, that's the problem with MCU, and I don't want to get started on the fucking DCU yet. No. Well, well, let's let that one air a little bit longer. Um, with let the Flash yeah. get a little, a uh, little play uh, here, and then we'll see what 
uh, James Gunn does with the DCU yeah. and what they're going to do beginning with Superman Legacy. Um, and I think, was it called like something Commandos or something like that? It's going to be on oh, uh, yeah. on the Max. I, I will say too, though, I do like the... Um... I do like what they're doing with the um, my adventures with Superman, right? Okay. It has younger Lois Lane. Uh, the Jimmy Olsen is black in this one, but Superman, the version of Superman they had feels like Superman. Yeah. It's an animated. It's an animated series. I, I I enjoyed the trailer of it. It looked pretty cool. So I'm probably gonna watch it. I'm probably gonna end up watching that one. Hopefully they right. do justice to it. But other than that, hmm. uh, yeah. also good news too that came out um, this past week. Um, obviously yeah. James Gunn's got a, a cartoon coming out that's gonna be connected with the DCU. Um, it's I can't remember. I just forgot what it's called. But they also announced that there's going to be more seasons of Harley Quinn, starting Haley Cuoco. That's going to be coming back to HBO Max, or just called Max now, um, which is so dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, we, oh, by the way, as we kind of wrap up, um, Secret Invasion, uh, probably I believe about two weeks away now. Um, we will. Uh, we're gonna play it by ear on how we're yeah. going to handle that show because part of me wants it to let it breathe, but I think also yeah. this show is gonna be so detail oriented that it's going to need a breakdown. So yeah. uh, the idea of our bonus episodes might come back if JR schedule and I uh, our schedules allow us. Um, I believe the launch date for um, let's take let me pull it up real quick to make sure because i think it's the 21st of yeah of this month um let me see uh yeah first episode is june 21st and i don't have my calendar here in front of me june 21st uh is a wednesday so we're gonna try to do a wrap-up episode um right after we uh we finish watching that show. It just depends on our schedule of JR and I have both watched it on premiere night. Yeah. Um, so yeah, be on the lookout for that. We'll have more information. Um, uh, speaking of the Marvel cinematic universe and star Wars, mm-hmm. since we last spoke, uh, we lost a member of the family from both of those cinematic universes. Um, the great incomparable Ray Stevenson passed yeah. away suddenly and I think Italy uh, late mm-hmm. last month. The yeah. guy was super cool. I got to meet him at PS Comics Expo uh, back in 2019. He, of course, played uh, Volstag in the Thor movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he was the one who actually gives the collector um, yeah. the reality stone at the end of Thor: The Dark World. Mm-hmm. Um, he gives. He gives. Uh, he was Punisher in Punisher Warzone. He was Punisher and Punisher Warzone, and the yep. character, he also was a, the voice of a character in the final season of Clone Wars, and he is going to play a character named Baylan Skull yep. in Ahsoka, and it was announced uh, last week or the week before who the character is, and the character is, um, the reason he does not have a red lightsaber in the um, in the show, he has kind of an orange lightsaber, is because he is not a Sith Lord. He is actually a Jedi who survived Order sixty six, and to uh, and to evade the Inquisitors and the um, and the Empire, he became a mercenary. And so we'll see then what the depth of his character is. Um, yeah. You know, they don't full on say he's a villain. They say he's an antagonist to Ahsoka Tano. Yep. Um, we will find out 
you know, <laughs> more about the character. So. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Real quick, real quick. How far are you in Jedi Survivor? How far am I in a Jedi Survivor? Yeah. Um, a, dude, that's a great question. Yeah. Because I haven't played it in a minute. Um, yeah. I have honestly you, don't know. Have you seen Dagon? No, that okay. So, I okay, so, just got the the little guy back. Little guy back. He was the, he, the cap. He was the pilot of the ship in the first movie or the first game. Oh, okay, He's yeah, the one that yeah, owns yeah. the bar on that. Yeah. Okay, so, so you saw, so you got Grease. All right, cool. And so you're you're still. I will say this: Jedi Survivor and Ahsoka. Okay, I see a lot of connotations between the two. I'm uh, saying. That's what I like to say. I'm just saying a lot of connotation. Like, okay, I can see some I can see some of this in, in Ahsoka. I can see like these things come by, you know, because it still talks it still talks about you know or season six and like what do you gotta do to survive it? And so like that's the reason why I'm asking. And so yeah. yeah, I will say this, dude. Uh if you do have time now, I uh, don't know how long the Firehawks are gonna be in the in the uh Firebirds. Firebirds, <laughs> we're, Firehawks. We're hoping to wrap it up wrap it up this week by Thursday. Um <laughs> Hershey Bears are not playing particularly well. Okay. Um, no, they've been it, outscored nine to nothing in the first two games. So damn. yeah, so like that, right? So I'm I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping we have more free time. Finish yes, it. sir. Finish yeah. it on uh on on uh almost called <clears throat> on hopefully. Oh, dude, there's been some stuff going on with Twitch now. I, I'm pretty sure you, you haven't heard yet, but like they're cracking down now on on. Uh, I was supposed to ask tell you this. They're they've been cracking down on a lot of creators. They've been cracking down on like you know what you can do, what you can't do, as all that stuff. One of the biggest thing they're cracking down on is like you can't multi-stream. <laughs> <laughs> so those y'all who are watching, I'm not trying to self this or anything. Uh, this is probably past ones too, but like, hey, you know, if if you don't, if you don't, if you might just stream on either YouTube or or uh, or or Twitch for gameplay stuff. So yeah, I'm just gonna say that out loud right now. Uh, but yeah. Uh, also, I would love to do a a at least a co-op stream between you and me. If you want to play, I don't know, Modern Warfare or possibly yeah. I intend uh, to get. I I intend for me. I'm I'm an old school Diablo fan. I intend to get Diablo Diablo four in the, in the next couple weeks. I don't know how you feel about that. It's no. It's I'm a blasphemous down. game. <laughs> it's a blasphemous uh, game. But like, <laughs> I I've been for those of you who don't know. Um, uh -huh. I also since uh, we last spoke, I did get Call of Duty Modern Warfare two for PlayStation five. Um, mainly been playing online. Mm. Um, playing some Warzone. With yep. my son, just playing uh, playing one v one. I did DMZ. play some multi. Did play some. Uh, I've not played DMZ yet. I've been saving DMZ. that. So I think what we'll do then is maybe in the next coming weeks, as things the yeah. schedule loosens up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I am down. Maybe we'll play some DMZ on on uh, on the YouTube or I'm sorry on the uh, Twitch stream. By the yeah. way, the Twitch stream right there. Search it out. PS Comics. I love you. If you're some of you are watching right now, what's up? Watch on the Twitch stream. Yep. Um, and uh, not sure yet, but there is a chance I will be taking the PlayStation with me to San Diego. Oh, um, are you now for what's called? Okay. Yeah. So, um, not a hundred percent sure yet, but that might be going with me to San Diego Comic Con. Which, okay. uh, so anyways, uh, real quick too, just kind of put the schedule out there. Don't forget, um, the date San Diego the 2023 con season rolls on San Diego Comic Con July 19th through the 23rd. Um, that is, uh, just, like I said, a little over a month away. Yep. Uh, the 19th is preview night. So I am going to, I know a lot of times they don't officially count that as a night, but I'm going to count it. Nice. Um, I should be in Oceanside. It really kind of depends on 
my role with the convention this year. Um, there's some some uncertainty um, because of some manager changes, um, but I, I, I'm almost positive I should be going back. But in what role? Um, I, I don't think there's a possibility I will be going down any earlier. But um, depending on where I'm at, if I'm staying in Oceanside or if I'm staying downtown, if yeah. I'm staying downtown, I probably will be getting there the 15th or the 16th. If I'm staying in Oceanside, most likely I'm going to try to leave Friday the 14th. It really also depends okay. about my better half. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm hoping to have the PlayStation with me there. Yeah. Um, I probably need to buy, if I'm going to do that, I'm going to buy a, a carrying case for it. Yeah. Um, I- but, I, was, uh, I, I wanted to go to, to Comic Con this year, but we had we had the option to buy tickets from a from a good rep that we know. It's just more so like here here's the thing. If I go, right, Candace wants to go, right? And so the intention here is that like we would split a lot of stuff, but he, my sister quite literally went everywhere in the last two months. I mean by everywhere, she just came back from Hawaii. And so she visits Disneyland Hawaii. She has other stuff panning down, and so like me being the be being the you know the um the thoughtful brother, I'm like, yo, I know you have money and all this stuff, but like, are you or do you really want to spend possibly another thousand dollars, right, on tickets because they're not gonna be they they're not gonna be passed. They're gonna be exhibit passes. Yeah. Like, do you want do you want to pay for you know possibly another you know, 500 to whatever amount of money we're going to pay for like possible hotel rooms or whatever going seaside. And so it's like, you're looking at, you're looking at possibly a $1,500, maybe less, maybe more, uh, stay just to be in, just to be in a, uh, just to go in an event for three days, three to four days. But also you're looking at like what you're going to buy there too. So it, I would love to go. I would love to go probably next year. I probably go. I will probably most likely go yeah. next year to save up for it. I want to go to the major events. I want to go. I want to go to C two E two next year as well, as well as as well as um that uh, as well as ECCC uh, Seattle Comic Con, Emerald City Comic Con, C two E two San Diego as well as maybe New York. But we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I definitely think I'm going to be doing ECC in the next couple of years. We're planning a family <laughs> trip to Seattle um, at the same time. C two E two. I'm up in the air because I have a personal boycott against the city of Chicago. Um, but I think it would be fun to go do C2E2. Uh, I do yeah. want to do Salt Lake Comic-Con. Uh, I've got family up there in uh, New York Comic-Con. I, I'd like to do just to say I did it once. Um, but obviously San Diego is is still kind of the Mecca. Um, yeah. I do plan on going to um WonderCon at least Friday and Saturday of next year. Oh yeah. Uh, maybe not Sunday because because uh Sunday is is going to be Easter Sunday this this coming year. Oh that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they changed it back to that weekend. So well, um but yeah, so anyways guys, leave that on your calendar um is you know obviously the two big dates. Um I believe the big one in Rio is also coming up this summer. I don't have that date yet cuz they um that kind of floats a little bit, but yeah. uh We'll we'll keep you posted because there usually is some major Marvel stuff announced. At, oh yeah, in, down in Brazil. I might and... actually go back. I might actually go back to Rose City. This in Portland. Oh, because Rose, I bet you always enjoyed that one. I I always enjoyed that. Will be it would be my fourth year going now. I think it'd be like third or fourth, and I would love to go back to that one. So and because a bunch of people that are going, Critical Role yeah. going. I'm a huge fan of of their of their live show, and so 
I'm, I definitely want to go see that as well. I saw Donnie Cates in Rose City, so so like that. That's the thing. That's a plus, right? So. He he is Jared Kambakunkin, also not Jared Comics forty two on Instagram. Follow the link in his bio for his eBay page. He's always got some really really smoking good uh, stuff. Uh, speaking of smoking stuff, uh, you can follow me at Voice of Reason twenty three on all social media platforms. Um, I will be posting some barbecue stuff uh, oh, yeah. and all kinds of other good stuff over the summer. Uh, you can follow me at, at BBQ of Reason as well. But uh, yeah, um, thank you guys so much. I, I know it was not as short of an episode as some of you would have liked, probably not as long <laughs> of an episode as some of you would liked, but hmm. um, I'm really glad that JR and I got to sit down finally. Really, JR, I thank you so much for putting up with my my schedule. I know it's been bro, freaking crazy. I, bro, I, yeah, I, bro, it's like, what was, that, what was that one time last year, right? Like, we're like, I was, I was, I was MIA, MIA for about three weeks, bro. I get yeah. it. I understand. Life happens. So, I was sick. I just want, you I were want to busy. put it out there. Yeah, because people have been like, uh, I actually had funny. It was funny. I had a um, uh, someone who um, I randomly, yeah, who was it? I randomly met someone somewhere, and I told him, I was like, oh yeah, I do this podcast with a buddy of mine, and so they li- they listened to the podcast uh, rather than watch it, and so they sent me a DM and said, hey, you guys, did you guys stop the podcast? I'm like, no, and I know this person listens. Yeah. I said, I've been a little behind on posting the audio format. Um, sorry. And then like, well, I noticed that you post stuff about the videos and you guys haven't done a video in a while. Is there a riff between you and JR? And I'm like, no. I said, <laughs> the two of us have got such effed up schedules. There is a riff. No, no, no. There is a riff. You not see this man open up an Ahsoka freaking pop in front of me? There's a huge rift, goddammit. <laughs> I hate you so much. Oh, go, ahead. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, so yeah, uh, no, there, there's, it's, it's just, it, there, our freaking schedules are absolutely bonkers. Yeah. And we've been literally trying to get this episode recorded alone just the last three days, oh, yeah. and it has been uh, nearly impossible. I was half tempted to record late last night, but I was. So drunk. Probably a great idea, <laughs> bro. Okay, okay. So how about this? I'll, I'll. I don't know when we next time we're gonna do it, right? Hopefully we got so. not. We're not gonna get drunk, drunk. But we're gonna get buzz. Yeah, we're gonna rant, right? That's that. We always been doing. We always had some pretty good views and pretty yeah. good feedback from people when we rant and are drunk. Give us. You know what? That's a great <laughs> idea. I'm gonna put it in the comment section right yeah. now. Thinking of doing a doing a quote unquote drunk show. It, yeah, it, it it might be just like going out to like it might be it might yeah. be related to comic book stuff. It might be related to like pop culture stuff. Uh, Hell, it might go to topics. sports. It might go to sports. It Ooh. might go to like whatever we feel like about. There, send it in the comment section. Um, what I like about this podcast, yeah. and really for those, and we'll end on this, what this podcast has um, has spurned from um, is that it, uh, yeah, there you go, right there. Thinking of doing a quote-unquote drunk show, give us topics to talk about. Um, this show started from us talking shit and, and, and just 
B and BSing in the comic book store. And to us, what the comic book store is because people that collect comics, yeah, you go to a bar, it's 99.9% that people in that bar are drinking and they, they shoot the shit with the bartender, with the barmaids, with people at the bar, whatever. Yeah. When you go to a comic book store, it's not a guarantee. There's some people that are teetotalers or some people that are straight edge that aren't drinking. And then there's people like JR and I that do drink um, mm-hmm. and drink at the comic book store. But yeah. the bar, but the same concept about a comic book store is similar to that of a bar. It's where a, commu- a community can get together and share opinions with one another about a, about a variety of different topics. And that is where this show yes. began is from JR and I settling up to the bar at the asylum and doing the old, you know, arguing of who shot first, Han or Greedo, who's better, Batman or Superman. Uh, just anything and everything that you've heard on this bro, show that came bro, from that. Uh, yeah. One of our one of our first drunken talks was just shitting yeah, on yeah. Last Jedi. Was just shitting on Last Jedi. We were drunk. One of our great drunken talks was was basically loving and drinking off Art Germ and his art style. Yeah, yes. Yes. Uh, yes. It's, it's like, yeah. And also, Archer, I think he's coming. I think he might finally be making his his uh, his West tour eventually. He got a bunch um, of like fingers his... crossed. He comes back to 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 um, to, to, San to San Diego. Diego? He, he was Bro. not in San Diego last year. Bro, like he had a bunch of his other people out there. I'm, I'm kind of hoping inevitably they do the three again. Whereas him. Uh, I forgot the names of the two. Uh, uh, David like, Chu. David Chu and another one. It's a longer I name. Who, I, I know. I can't remember who the other guy is. Yeah, I forgot his name. But like something young. But the, I hope they come to Rose City. He's like, they're oh, thinking yeah. about doing Rose City as well. And so if that happens, bro, I'm all over that shit. It, but like, again. Real quick, like, and too, the other thing too, as we wrap up, um, we do know that Ryan Kincaid, our good friend, Ryan Kincaid is not going yeah. to be in San Diego this year. It's really unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but it's just, they're making it nearly impossible. I hate to say it, but you're going to start to see, uh, might start to see Artist Alley mm-hmm. get a bit smaller Window in san diego but grow bigger in the uh in in anaheim at the um, yeah at uh uh wondercon so wondercon well wondercon stanley uh stanley expo and there's another la expo they'll they'll be definitely there that's yeah. where you want to want to like oh and 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 and, and, and people uh an ontario revolution comic-con revolution yeah. it just happened too. This year. i'm so yeah. mad i went i wanted to go because oh, i wanted to meet um um, the guy that wrote Star Wars, um, Peter, oh, no, not Peter, Timothy's on, Timothy's on. I, I wanted yeah. so bad, and I heard oh, yeah. he was totally approachable, like super chill. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude, Timothy's so. is always cool. Yeah. But like, I will always say this if you want to, if you want to again, like, actually see the creators of the your favorite comic books, go to smaller events, smaller events, yeah, smaller, events smaller events. The, the big temple events of like SCCC or even New York Comic Con, even to a certain extent. Emerald City and C two E two, they're like they're more pop culture oriented. They'll be in like you know what's the what's famous now pop you know Funko yeah. Pops or you know or like whatever fidget spinner whatever the hell thing is out there. They they'll sell more merchandise rather than comic books rather than arts rather than like art pieces. And so yeah, like I've I do it's just crazy. It's crazy. I think I talked to I I think I talked to him uh, our our boy Ryan like when I was in a uh, ECC. And we were talking about like no WinterCon. We were talking about like yeah, he just can't afford it. He just can't afford going to yeah. SCC because like how much money upfront you need to buy a table there. So yeah, it, it's 
if you don't make even, it's a bad time. It's yeah. it's yeah, it's like the amount of money you need you need to put down on a on a regular ass table at San Diego Comic Con is like the is like the uh, how much some person would make in a year. <laughs> the average person it really would make is. In a year. It truly is like anywhere between thirty to seventy five thousand dollars a table. <laughs> it's insane. It is stupidly insane. So that's why you see these crazy num uh, these crazy egregious numbers out there sometimes. And so yeah. yeah. All right, my friend. It's always uh, good to catch up with you. Um, mm -hmm. I'm hoping to swing by the asylum sometime this week sure. or next. I was supposed to go yesterday. Mm -hmm. Schedule just got so crazy with different stuff. Um, mm -hmm. And hopefully, knock on wood, that the Firebirds can wrap up their 2023 uh, uh, Calder Cup run with a, win a pair of wins in Hershey, Pennsylvania this week. And we can call it a season, raise mm -hmm. a banner, and enjoy summer vacation. Yeah. Uh, and we can get back to normal. All right, he is Jared Kambakugan. I am Kevin Pillow saying so long, ladies and gentlemen. We will see you later. And yes, I will have the audio po podcast uh, put up uh, this this week. So, all right, guys, yeah, it, have a good one. <laughs> Our audio listeners are in shambles because I'm always like, they don't know that I'm flexing every like three oh, yeah. minutes. <laughs> all right, hit yeah. in broadcast, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, right now. Anymore. Hit broad. Dang yeah. it. Not, now it's not even working. What the heck? There you go. In broadcast.